Hey guys, this is Burton Staggs, and you know me from the staggering truth. But what I want to do today is a little something different. Stay tuned. After this ad, I will tell you more about something new I want to do, and I want your feedback. Hey guys, this is not going to be my most professional podcast. I want to do something different. Most of you listen to podcasts driving down the roads, at the office, or a lot of places, including the drop-off and pick-up line at school, right? So, as many of you know that know me personally or know me and follow me from Facebook, I'm highly involved with my grandson. So, I have to, I drop him off at school in the morning and I pick him up when I'm not in court, I pick him up in the afternoons. And our, our drop-off line and pickup line is great. I can't complain, but sometimes there is a wait. Hey, and I believe getting these kids in and out safely is worth a few extra minutes. But I have noticed that I have some extra time. Well, I'm not in the courthouse. I'm not on my phone much. So I thought, why not do what let's call the carpool or the car, let's call it the uh, true crime Pod, let's I know a better name for it. You know what? Let's call it the true crime rant from the car pickup drop-off line. We'll come up with something better. But today, what I want to tell you about is the death of Louise Haithcock in McNary County. And many of you may know this from the legend of Buford Pusser and Walking Tall. So, once again, this is not going to be very long because I'm actually, you can hear the car running. I am in the air conditioner blowing. I am in the car pickup line. So, I'm going to try to make this uh, less than 10, 12 minutes. So, in the movie Walking Tall, you see Sheriff Pusser from McNary County. Many of you may know him or may not. If you don't, Google him. He was a sheriff in McNary County in the late 60s, early 70s. He came into uh, office and he took on what is called the State Line Gang, the Dixie Mafia, all those things. In 1967, his wife was shot and killed by some believe hit men from the Dixie Mafia State Line Gang. Uh, that case is opened by the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation, and later on, Sheriff Pusser was killed in a tragic car accident. And that accident is not investigation under investigation by the TBI. I've talked to them myself. I can confirm both are facts. Now, <clears throat> a lot of people think that um, Pusser died at the hands. Somebody cut his tire or brakes, lines, you know, did things, and he crashed. Hmm. We'll leave that for another podcast. But I want to tell you about Louise Haithcock, who is, was known as the, the queen of the state line gangs. She had a very checkered past. She grew up in poverty. She married. Typical. She got involved with some really rough people. Um, Toehead White and many others. A fellow by the name of Timberlake. Now, there's three Walking Tall movies. Those movies are probably 50-60% accurate at best. Of the Walking Tall movies, everybody sees Chef Pusser with a stick. That's what they think of. Buford Pusser, Walking Tall, the stick. Now, let me tell you, the stick, according to his family, was a one-time thing. He went to a raid. He, it might turn rough. This was a very strong man. He was called Buford the Bull in his wrestling days. He reaches over and pulls a fence post up and takes it with him in case he needs it for self-defense or to take down a bad guy. 
the story of the stick was born, Bean Crosby Studios and Walking Tall glamorized it. They also glamorized a lot of things in this movie. But let's talk about the death of Louise Hayscott because it's somewhat controversial. Many, many years, Pusser, the Hayscocks, Toehead White, there were a lot of bad things happening at the state line of Mississippi and Tennessee. There were several clubs, the Shamrock, the 45, the Suds, all these clubs down there. We're going to skip past all the things that led up to Louise Hayscock's death. Now, like I said, Louise was came from poverty in Mississippi, married, not into the best of situations, but got involved with a bunch of Dixie Mafia, uh, ruffians, whatever you want to call them from the state line gang. But she pretty much became a very dangerous woman. Now, that being said, at some point she gets very upset with her husband. Reportedly, she conspires with a boyfriend to kill him. He is deceased. Now, as time goes, she starts getting in trouble for bootlegging other things that are happening. But I want to take you up to the point of the night that she was shot and killed. In the movie, you see Chef Pusser walk into one of the clubs, which was named renamed for the movie purposes. You see Louise, who is also under a fake name, sitting at the end of the bar. You see her with a gun under a, a blanket, a pillow, a purse, something. She's going to shoot Pusser when he walks in. She misses. He shoots, shoots her in the eye, and that's what you see in the movie. That is not how it happened. First of all, she was not in a bar. There never was a cash box or this big casino looking thing that just didn't happen that's all movie magic and we're going to talk about the uh the real truth of the blind side soon too next one probably tomorrow when i'm sitting in the line but so louise haythcock has gotten into a situation here she's broke her boyfriend is in jail he told her he had a lot of money he doesn't she thinks she now has access to her ex-husband's account. She has a child. That child and the that child locks her out of the account. He, that child, who is a girl, no longer wants to talk to her, and the IRS has a lien. So now, let's just go ahead and talk about this. Let's call a spade a spade. Louise Haythcock is broke. Her family won't talk to her. She's a drunk or an addict. She's going to jail. She's got a lot of problems going to her. So, on one night, a couple comes in to stay at her hotel. She sees a wad of cash. She reportedly, maybe, drugs them. They go to sleep. She sees, sends one of her henchmen in to rob them. They take their luggage, take some money, take a lot of things. The couple wakes up, and they come in and talk to Louise, who is running the hotel at the at the at the desk and she says you know that didn't happen that's on you well what happens then is she tells them you know what get out so they see the purse they see their luggage they go across the street pay phones are still in use they call the sheriff pusser comes down he brings deputies with him he goes in to talk to he talks to the people there's a warrant he goes in to talk to Louise Haythcock. One of his deputies talks him into getting a gun, a 41 caliber. Pusser routinely never carried a gun. 
as you can heal, I'm still in this line. But what happens next? After some discussion, Louise Haystock asked the sheriff to come back into her office. Reportedly, she grabs a gun from her brassiere inside her robe, turns, fires a shot. The sheriff misses. She lunges towards the sheriff, tackles him, puts the gun to his head, goes to fire a shot. It jams. Pusser gets back up. He fires three shots, one mortally wounding her. The deputies come in and reportedly see this. Sheriff, in those days, anybody in a murder is is charged with murder that goes to the grand jury. The grand jury does not return an indictment. So, let's end this first ever car ride, pickup, whatever we're going to call these with this. I believe Louise Haithcock's death was not, was not a murder by Buford Pusser. She is the very first, or to, to my knowledge, suicide by cop. She was going to prison. She was broke. She was losing everything, and I believe she said, By damn, if I'm going down, I'm taking Pusser with me. Let's just call this the end of the staggering truth, and we'll come up with something better than true crime. True crime rant from the car pickup line, but we'll come up with something better. Thank you for listening, and please, I'm going to put this on Facebook, and you tell me what you guys think of this. Have a great evening.